This is January 31st. I am your host, Aaron Goins. Big announcement, big announcement. I got a big announcement. I got a big announcement. I got a big announcement. I think we're going to stop doing motherfucking uh, names for these episodes. I think I'm going to stop naming, dude, to be honest with you, I ran out of the names five episodes in. I ran out of this five episodes. We're going to change it. I'm going to change it to either a number, which I don't really want to do numbers. I think I'm going to change them to dates. It's going to be just a date. Um, Yeah. So, uh, announcement over. Confirmed. Um, have you seen that Night Stalker uh, documentary on Netflix? Um, Richard Ramirez, dude. This motherfucker. First of all, he was he was nicknamed. He was he was branded the Night Stalker. His name is Richard Ramirez. He was a fucking serial killer. He killed. He was a L.A. L.A. bound serial killer. He killed up to thirteen to fourteen victims. And he wounded up to like 20 to 30. He attacked to 20 to 30 people, like getaway survivors and shit like that. People who like got away. Dude, he shot He shot one couple. It was a husband and a wife. He shot them in the bed. He shot the wife in the nose. Shit went through her nose, like in the face, right? But the bullet landed in her nose. He shot her with a 22. Fucking shot her in the nose. Bullet came out behind her neck. She lived. Shot the husband in the fucking temple, like, right by the ear. Right where, like, um, said, like, over one, only, like, 1% of people have this hole in their ear. It's, like, that little hole you see in people's ears or whatever. You think someone's an alien. It's, like, right above, like, the actual, like, flap of the earlobe. I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say. Actual, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That little part of your ear right when you get it, like, like, where the Q-tip, like, where you rub your earwax on like to get out the to get the q-tip out of your ear it's on the outside it's right there dude it's like right where that right where your um bone meets your um earlobe at right there shot him right fucking there didn't die um and like one thing that i was really thinking about the whole richard ramirez the whole night stalker show one thing that i was really thinking about dude is that um in like the third episode like um they said that his childhood, like, um, he was poisoned. Anything you could imagine bad that could happen to a child happened to him. Um, um, it, they, it said that uh, his father would tie him to a cross and make him spend the night in the cemetery. I mean, shit, you know, and you know it didn't stop there. You know he didn't walk in the house the next morning like, hey, dad. What's for breakfast? You know it didn't stop there, man. But the shit about it is, because the six-year-old survivor, he had a six-year-old victim who was a survivor. He molested children, too. This guy, this guy was a rapist, a molester. He killed kids. He killed men, women, old people. He would he would sometimes rob you. He would sometimes rape you. He would sometimes just walk in and fucking kill you. Um. So the six-year-old survivor, it was really fucked up, uh... I don't know. I'm just thinking like, fuck, cause it's emotional, dude. Like I'm, I love entertainment and shit like that, but you know, it's to a certain point. Like this motherfucker had groupies. You know what I mean? Like I'll watch this shit on TV and it's entertainment, and I'll you know yell at the TV and I'll be into it, and I'm you know, 
you know, I'm just, I'll, I'll like be sucked into the fucking television. But it's to a certain point, like, the shit ain't entertainment no more. Like, this motherfucker, he had girls sending him nude photos to him while he was in jail. Just because he was famous. You know what I mean? He was getting the, um, um, what do they call that when you're famous for the wrong reason? It, not infamous. Is that infamous? Is it not? No, it's not infamous, is it? It could be. I don't know. I'm not going to look that shit up. But he was famous for the wrong reasons. It's just popularity. And uh, it was it was sick, dude. It was sick. He had women come to his court hearings. Hot women. There was a couple hot women in there. Like, what the fuck? It, it was funny, too, because the one woman they were interviewing, she said, if you ask me, these are the dumbest fucking bitches alive. <laughs> like, hey, men, sister. Hey, fucking men. These are some dumb ass hoes. Um, no, I was just thinking like it's almost like a vampire bite. You know what I mean? Like a vampire. Like you would never think of turning another human into a vampire if you were a human, right? But once you're a vampire, once bitten, now you have the the taste for blood. Now you have the thirst. Now your quench can't be thirst for blood. So it's it's like a weird little it's like hurt people hurt people. You know what I mean? It's like if you were hurt like that, why would you want to hurt someone else like that? How could you justify that in your head? You know, because when you go through it, before you go through it, you're like, I could never, at least for me, I ask myself these questions. Like, I could never, if I was molested or if I was um, an abusive relationship, whatever the fuck, you know. If, and how in those cases where it flips and the abuse becomes the abuser. I could never do that because I couldn't justify that in my head. Like me now, me, me, 27 year old sitting to you, talking to you today. I'm um, having that not happen to me. I couldn't, I couldn't be a monster like that. I couldn't do that to someone else. I couldn't make somebody else go through the same pain that I went through. It's a vicious cycle, man. And it, it ends with, if it happens to me, I'm not saying, I mean, for anybody out there who it's happened to, like, you know, if it's it been molested, abused, um, had fucked up childhoods, don't continue on that vicious cycle, you know? Fucking, yeah. Did I even make that point or was I just going crazy just now? <laughs> Dude, L.A., L.A. didn't wait one motherfucking day because at the third episode, I think, uh, they finally um, got a, got a, got a, because um, it was a chase. It was a, it was a whole investigation or whatever for like three episodes for like 150 days, I think it was. The only thing they had was his shoe and like a first name and like um, um, witnesses descriptions. You know, they had no photograph. They had no hard evidence to, they didn't know who he was. Um... And then uh, on uh, like the like a year, like after like like six months. Yeah, after like six months, um, they finally got a name, a first name and a last name. They got his picture. Uh, the, the investigators like the, the media wanted to put out his picture and his name to the public um, to warn the public. But the uh, but the cops who were working on the case, they didn't want um his image and his name his picture and his and his first and last name put out there 
just yet. They wanted to wait like a like a day or something like that. Just because they wanted to catch him. They thought he might have been harder to catch if he knew that he was being um chased. Uh he 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 might uh go on the run. He might flee the country. So in that in that situation, I would have did what the media did. The media didn't listen to the police and the media put it out. The very next day, I don't even think it was the very next day. I think it was like less than 24 hours. He's getting off the, um, he's getting off the, uh, he went to go see, I think, his brother in like Arizona or something. He's getting off the plane or train. I don't remember how he, how he, how he, how he came in, but, um, his, 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 uh, picture was on every front page newspaper, was on every front, yeah, was on every front page newspaper. He gets on a bus. Uh, a guy next to him is um, sitting on a guy. <clears throat> yeah, he's sitting on the bus, and um, this guy sitting across from him. He has a newspaper, and it says um, "Night Stalker Wanted," and it's his picture. It's him, and the guy looks down at the newspaper, and he looks at Richard Ramirez. He said his eyes got real big, and he pulls the cord and gets off the bus. He made it some shit like a few miles before before the L.A. community. I mean, this one, it was just a Mexican who stopped to do with a fucking crowbar. Just cracked him in the head, nigga. Chased him down the street and cracked him again until police showed up. Like, nigga, that's L.A. My bad, I shouldn't say nigga like that. But, yo, viva la raza ese. Shout out to Mexico, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, motherfucker. Shout out to Los Angeles for that shit. Shout out to the community, bro, for coming together for that. Like, that shit was the most beautiful thing. Like, you were afraid that you weren't going to catch him. Motherfucker, you ain't got to worry about catching him. The community going to get him for your ass. The community going to do its motherfucking job. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Niggas coming together for one common goal. Let's get this motherfucker. Get these rap, get get these rapists, get these pedophiles, get these molesters, get them the fuck out of here, dude. And the funny part was, so when they caught him, right? This was the part that I made me chuckle in the, in the show. I probably should have laughed, but he was in the lineup, right? And he had to repeat what he said in the lineup. Like he had to say, like, "Bitch, get on the grill." <laughs> Like, just imagine a liquor store being robbed. Like, uh, can you read these words on the sheet of paper, sir? Uh, yes. Uh, and it's not in the moment. These motherfuckers ain't acting or nothing like that. It's, okay, um, put the money in the bag. Put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Because ain't no party like a West Coast party because a West Coast party don't stop. <laughs> like, I didn't know... I didn't know they had, I didn't know that on a lineup, dude, that they let them say words. I thought they just stood there and they just said, they just picked them out. Number, number six, number two. I thought it was just like that. I didn't know that they made these motherfuckers lines to read. Like, yo, you can't get niggas up there because niggas going to Shakespeare it up. Niggas going to say, uh, put the money in the motherfucking bag. You heard what I said? Put the motherfucking money in the motherfucking bag. You too, bitch. <laughs> Bro, you know, you know they can't have niggas up there. Niggas be trying to jazz it up too much. Niggas be all like, 
Niggas would come up there with Skittles, sunflower seeds, some shit. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> you know the drill, like, bro. Oh, that would just be hilarious because it's not in the moment anymore. It's so, there's no context and it's just plain monologue. It's just reading words off of the fucking page. It's like, dude. <laughs> Uh, that part made me laugh. That part made me laugh. And that's another episode of And Then This Happened. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Subscribe, leave a review, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.